Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Edit audio. Hello and welcome to Confessions, a podcast by Cosmo where your secrets are safe with us. My name is Mia Lardier and today I am joined by my guest co-host, Cosmo's executive producer, Abby Atkinson. Hi, Abby. Hi, Mia. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. So in this podcast, we respond to anonymous confessions with help from a guest expert and try and give some advice. Before we get into this week's confession, do you have something that you want to confess this week? Yeah, so I have been very nervous trying to think of something to confess because as like a type A dorky very goody two-shoes oldest child oldest sister Mm. child vibe Mm -hmm. I didn't break any rules none probably not I mean I I didn't skip school I got good grades all the time I yeah I was like very straight-laced and scared of authority (laughs) (laughs) so I think my confession is actually I wish I had more to confess like I wish I'd been better I can like relate to that because I was also a goody two-shoes growing up I like had good friends. I got good grades. I was in the band. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, so my life, it took me a long time to try and figure out how to break a rule. Mm-hmm. In your, like, wildest dreams, if you had to, like, choose one day of reckless abandon, what would you do? Uh, I probably would have skipped school more. Mm-hmm. I probably would have... I don't know, like smoked pot and done stuff a drug. in high school. Yeah, done a drug, <laughs> like a real narc. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. Like, I wish I would have hooked up more. You yeah. Know, like, I was just like quiet and shy and scared of doing anything wrong ever. Yeah. So I feel like I'm very, like, I'm totally happy where my life ended up. Like, I'm happily <laughs> married. It's not like that at all. Any family members don't listen. Yeah. But I do wish that I'd been like a little worse in my life yeah I think yeah I can relate to that and I think that is like a very valid thing to feel okay thank you for validating me Uh, let's get into today's confession sometimes telling your best friend the truth means that feelings might get hurt in these situations you have to ask yourself am I willing to risk a friendship to do what I believe is the right thing our listener is not a fan of her best friend's girlfriend and things are moving quickly like moving in together after six months quickly Should she tell her how she feels or let the train wreck keep rolling by? Confessions Robot, let's hear it. My best friend has been dating someone new for about six months, and I hate her. Well, hate is a strong word, my complex feelings are that I don't think she's good enough for my bestie. Let's call my bestie Brooke and her girlfriend Monica. Brooke is smart, kind, and hardworking. Anyone would be lucky to be in her orbit. 
Her girlfriend Monica can be rude, her energy never matches the rest of the room, and she dims Brooke's light whenever she's around her. Not to mention, Monica has barely attempted to get to know Brooke's friends. She's conveniently busy whenever we try to make plans as a group. I'm nervous because they're getting serious. Monica is a little older than Brooke and already has a lifelong partnership in mind. They're preparing to move in together and I feel like things are going to move very quickly as soon as the U-Haul pulls away. Should I tell my best friend my feelings or allow her to make her own decisions? Lord knows that I've been through a number of awful boyfriends, and I wish that someone gave me a reality check sooner. Our guest today is Robin Hopkins. She is a published writer, actress, podcast host, and former stand-up comedian. Robin is currently producing and hosting two podcasts, Well Adjusting, a comedic self-help chat show where Robin shares lessons learned from her crappy childhood, and Dear Headspace, a Headspace original podcast that pairs Robin with a rotating cast of meditation teachers for intimate and immersive conversations, guiding listeners through ethical conundrums, social dilemmas, and life's general trials and tribulations. Well, Robin, thank you for being here today. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So we have this really interesting confession. Have you guys been in this situation where you either hate someone's partner or like it's the other way around? Yeah, I, I have. Yeah. And it was with my very, very, very best friend. I hope she's not listening. Yeah, tell her to turn it off. What happened in that situation? Uh, it didn't work. Like I told her and it did not Were you work. the partner hater? You didn't like her partner? No, no one liked oh, this, no one this liked. person. No, they no were one despicable. They, they were just a lot. Yeah. Like the, she was just like, she was like the target lady on SNL. Anything that you said, she was like, I did that. I did that too. Oh, God. I was a swimsuit model. And right. You were just like, I don't. I just said I wanted cereal. Like, right. she was a Yeah. Lie. So are they still with that person? No, thank no. God. No, okay. No, thank God. So did you tell your friend that you didn't like? I mean, this is a podcast, not video. Yeah. But you probably could get it from my tone. Like, I don't have a poker face. Like, <laughs> I have, like, zero. Like, you could tell we did not like each other. Yeah. So we did have a couple conversations about it. Yeah. And it just put my friend in a bad position. Yeah. She just was like, oh. I just wish you guys liked each other. Right. So she like, like wasn't not gonna. Yeah. She wasn't <laughs> so, super receptive, just like wanted it to all kind of blow over. Sure. So everything was yeah. fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And afterwards, after they broke up, was she like, thank you for telling me or like. No, we just never talked about it. We just just brush it under (laughs) the rug. That's my oldest friend. We're like sisters. So we just kind of like moved along. We were like, how about that? Yeah. Wow. That was wild. That happened. (laughs) That was a great chapter. That's hysterical. (laughs) How about you, Abby? Um, I have both been the partner hater and the one with the hated partner. So I understand (gasps) all sides of this. Oh, my God. Okay. So let's go to the other side then being the person in a relationship with a partner that people right. don't like. What was that like? Yeah. But I dated someone who was just like generally kind of abrasive and I don't want to say a lot about them. Yeah. <laughs> but they, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, my friends really did not enjoy him at the time at all. And yeah. they were pretty nice about it. I feel like I had one friend who was very vocal, like this is not the right person for you. And mm. one person who was like, if it makes you happy, right. go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so you go, girl. I, I knew what they thought about it, and it actually was kind of hard. I mean, in one situation with my supportive friend after the fact, I was kind of like, dude, why didn't you tell me? Right, yeah. Because you know, he obviously sucked. Right. Hindsight's twenty twenty. Of course. But then with my friend who didn't support me at the time, I was like always really frustrated. Like, oh, come on, I just want to be happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's really kind of an impossible situation. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you can really win. I have to ask, 
didn't you know a little bit? Yeah, totally. Okay, right. So, totally. Yeah, it was in your heart. Down yeah. in my psyche. It I wasn't knew. even that deep. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, thank you. Thanks. It wasn't too serious of a relationship, <laughs> yeah. which I think says a lot about how I secretly felt about it, right. too. But yeah. Right. Yeah, I knew my friend was right, which is probably why it pissed me off a little. Of bit. course. Of course. Yeah, no, it's ego. And I think, totally. I mean, I've had this situation when I've been, like, a lot younger, like, in high school. and But the stakes are so much lower then because it's yeah. like, ugh, I hate him. But they're not moving in together and starting a family together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Also, totally. I couldn't get a date in high school, so. So, so there was really no stakes. <laughs> it was easy. At all. Yeah. Just hanging out. Wonder. No one hated our boyfriends. I was exactly. like, who's going to the movies with me at prom night? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? No? Okay. That's yeah. fine. You know, there's two people in this situation, like people who really want feedback on their partners and then people who don't want the feedback on their partners. Yeah. I think the people who say they want feedback are probably a little bit louder about it than the people who say they don't want feedback. But do they really want feedback? Like, what do you do? Yeah. I tend to think most people, as a general rule, do not want feedback. Yeah. As a general rule. I mean, I used to go through life thinking I was helping people. Right. By giving my, like, absolute unsolicited advice. Right. And as I've gotten older, I've realized that, like, I was just doing it because it was really bothering me. Mm. Yeah. And so I think you have to be really aware when you're giving feedback. Yeah. And I think the first rule of thumb is really, like, are you, like— jimmying the door open or is the door open yeah you know like did they ask how you feel about your partner and you know the friend more than anybody you know like do they really seem like they want advice yeah and if they do i just i always say like really tiptoe think about the fact that they may stay with this person right so you just can't say anything that you can't take back right you can't persuade them and i think like the person almost never no they have to be ready in their own mind to make a decision in that a hundred percent like i said earlier that i was in some bad relationships and i remember like one of my friends just being like like kind of like what are you doing right and i remember saying to them like look I'm going to beat my head against this wall until I decide to stop. And yeah. you're just going to have to be okay with that. And they were like, all right, then. <laughs> okay. And they just were like, we understand what you're doing. But then there's an understanding at that point that maybe they're not going to be there for me to complain about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. we have both now said, I'm not going to stop. And you've said, all right, I'm not for you continuing. Yeah. But we're going to move on with our friendship. Right. Well, then you're going to have to complain someplace else. Totally. Yeah. I think there's that very, I don't remember where this comes from, but there's this very smart piece of like wisdom about giving advice in general, which is like, does this need to be said? Does this mm-hmm. need to be said by me? Does this need to be said right now? Like just kind yeah, of thinking checklist. through, you know, is this my place? How is this going to affect our friendship? Is it dangerous or yeah. is right. it just dumb? Like, you know, right. there's a spectrum, I think. Right. Well, and also like, what's your relationship with this person? Yeah. Like I might be able to say one thing to you, mm-hmm. but a different thing to you. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, so you have to evaluate what your friendship is like. Is this a friend who, going back to your earlier question, that is really open and really wants to hear what you have to yeah. say? How do they take it? Right. You know, like right. I, I have one friend who she is just not open for anything at all. And yeah. so if she asks me, I give it really cautiously. And mm-hmm. then I say, but you know, you do you, boo. <laughs> right. But then I set boundaries for myself yeah. of like, I'm not going to get involved in this anymore right. because I know that I'll start to get all bunched up. Of course. So it's like, yeah. it's like a, there's, you've got to handle both things. You've got to watch what the person is and, and know what your relationship is. And then you have to protect yourself at the same time because it can be really, it can be hurtful to you to watch a friend because I think that's what's underneath this question. Yeah. Forget about it. She said this and she did that. Yeah. It's like, this is my friend. I think this person isn't good for them. I love my friend. 
and I want the best for them. Yeah. I think that's coming through in the question, and that's really important. But then there's a big however that doesn't mean that they're open to what you're saying. Yeah. One of the words that they use is like, you know, this person is not worth my friend's time. And I think there's we put a lot of like value on our friends, especially our really close friends. It's like, you know, she deserves the absolute best. And it's it's really hard, I think, to look at this as a lesson for the person to learn. Maybe at the end of this, if like they do get out of this relationship, maybe she realizes, oh, my God, I deserve so much better in this next relationship. Like it's just like, unfortunately, growing pains that you have to Well, they're on their own journey. Yeah. Yeah. And they they are exactly where they are. Yeah. And I would say, too, is and I'm not saying this is going to happen in this situation, but sometimes people change. Yeah. I've had friends that dated someone that we were all like, Huh. (laughs) Right. All right, then. And this is usually not the case. But every once in a while, a person will turn around and, you know, maybe they have their own insecurities. Like you could be walking into a group of people that are really tight and it's really difficult to to be yourself or you're insecure around them for whatever your reason is. Yeah. And maybe they get comfortable. Yeah. I think it is really hard to penetrate friend groups. Like, Oh my God. Especially with women. Yes. You don't know, like, you know, especially again, if they have been friends for a really long time or they're like, they like all the same things. They're like, they're very like close knit. Like it's very intimidating to give some like grace to the the girlfriend, even if she is not a good person. Um, you know, it's really intimidating to do that. And if you have any yeah. sort of social anxiety, if you are just generally, you know, like, I wish I had better tools to talk to these people because yeah. I don't I don't relate to them. Like, that's, that's difficult. Yeah. I think, like, I, I was feeling like it was giving a lot of grace to her in the con- listening to that confession being like, she never wants to hang out with our friends. I, when I first started dating my husband, he had this, like, super tight group of friends who they all, like, ran together in college, yeah. and they had this long history and background together, and I was always so intimidated by them, and it was hard for me to, like, make yeah. myself hang out with them. They're yeah. amazing people. They're super cool, yeah. but because I thought they were so cool, and I was a little bit older than they were, like, this person in the confession, it felt intimidating to me. So I don't think yeah. that's, like, as big of a red flag as... Maybe it seems like it is. I yeah. Feel like you kind of got to understand that it's hard for other people to come into a friend group. Oh, yeah. And yeah. also the other thing we haven't talked about is this is an LGBTQ situation. Right. Because right. so you've got women, three women. Right. And you have best friends. Right. And in my situation, the example that I gave, there was a really huge jealousy component mm. of my friendship with my best friend. Yeah. And there was like, I think there was like a moment where she said to my friend, like, I wish I, I wish I could make you laugh the way Robin does. Or that might've been another relationship. Like, I think I've been a thorn in this, my my one friend's, all of her relationships. Because we're so close. that you're funny. I know. I was just going to say, you're just too funny, Robin. What do you want from me? (laughs) No, but we're like sisters. Right. You know? And so like, whenever we travel, everyone, we're always like, yes, we are. And no, we have not. Right. Like, you know, so we're so tight. And I think that that's an, another element to come yeah. in that plays in. And so I would ask this person to maybe like take a look like, are you intimidating? Is your relationship intimidating? Could you welcome a little more? Do you have on a pair of glasses that says, yeah, she always does this. She is not available. And I'm not placing any blame on the person who wrote this confession. I'm just saying is it's something to consider or to look at. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking back to my personal history of hating people's boyfriends. And I have to use the word boyfriends because I'm realizing I think I've only hated like in these cis relationships, I'm like, oh, this guy is a f- douchebag. <laughs> and, and like, but it's, but it's like, he's like just a gross man. Like, yeah. so can you talk a little bit about the LGBTQ side of this? Like, what is the dynamic like in those friendships, yeah. relationships that are all women or 
it's complicated, yeah. right? I had a girlfriend once who was like, I was like, I'm going and it's girls night. She was like, but I'm a girl. And I was like, no, I'm going with my friends. Right. You are not coming. <laughs> like, I need time without you. Yeah. So it's the boundary between partner and friendships can get very blurred. Mm. And it can be very like, well, she comes with me for everything. Right. So I think that's another thing I would ask the person who asked the question is, are there boundaries? Are there separations? Yeah. Is there is there space for this person to come in? Are you, you know, just looking at all of that because it can get very muddied. It can yeah. get very like, I bring her all the time. Right. And maybe there's a conversation that you can have that's not, I can't stand your, your girlfriend. But maybe the conversation is, hey, you don't keep in touch anymore. Right. We used to text all the time. We used to hang out all the time. We had Tuesday trivia night, if yeah. that's a thing. You know, we had Taco Tuesday. Like, <laughs> I don't know. You had, you had things. Yes. Are those things right. being pushed to the yeah. side because of the U-Haul? Like right. asking those questions, like, what are you really feeling? Yeah. You know, is some of this jealousy on your part? Right. And by the way, the answer might just be, no, they stink. Yeah. Right. At right. which point. Ooh. They just like sometimes you got to ride it out. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. they marry them. And yeah. sometimes, and I, I hate to say this, sometimes that creates distance and friendships shift and change. Absolutely. I mean, and that's kind of like the way life goes, I think. Unfortunately, like you can follow your friend for so long, but yeah. their decisions are their decisions. Well, because if the partner is truly toxic, then there is a question about your friend either what are they going through that they're making that choice or like, what are they up to? And are you guys mm-hmm. up to the same things in your life? And sometimes, like, friendships run a course. You yeah. know, like, yeah. the, my best friend, there were periods, and this was one of the periods, where we didn't hang out as often. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And thankfully, she came out on the other side, and she was like, oh, that was that was bad. Yeah. And I was like, you know. Bad trip. <laughs> I tried to <laughs> tell yeah. you. Remember yeah. that? Remember those conversations? <laughs> yeah. And I hate to admit it, but sometimes when I have a friend in this situation, and it goes on for so long, and the person is toxic or just not, like, a great person for them I start to like look down on my friend a little bit because mm-hmm. I'm like yeah it sucks and it's like I wish I didn't think that way but I'm like you're not seeing this and I, I know you like you know this person is doing xyz that's like it doesn't match like the vibe that you set yeah. the, the standard that you set I'm like what you know what are you missing that you're not seeing it and so like, so let's take you for example what would you have done differently would you have talked to them and said What's going on for you? Would you have like, because I think sometimes like hindsight is yeah. helpful in advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'm going to assume that we are really close friends and we've known each other for a long time. Yeah. At that point, you know, again, in hindsight, I would try and catch it early. But sometimes you can. Sometimes you're just trying to piece things together and figure it out as you go. But, you know, I think at some points in these kinds of relationships, the the person is like, in a bad way or like they have like yeah. like moments of epiphany where they do something stupid out in front of public or they do something in front of your friends and everybody's kind of like oh, that sucks so it's like in those moments being <laughs> that was embarrassing yeah, yeah. That, oof, glad that's not me um and that's so, where everyone starts picking lint off yeah. their shirts like, uh, like and so like in those moments like if that you see them realize it or see them internalize it like pulling them aside after and being like we all saw that happen how do you mm-hmm. feel about that and maybe yeah. just making it a little bit more micro than being like he sucks, right? Totally. Yeah. Like a specific incident rather than personality blanket. Yeah. He yeah. sucks is never helpful. Right. Yeah. Totally. Like never. Yeah. But also like I think questions about what's going on for you. Yeah. If you can get the person to acknowledge if they do. And it's a big if. If there's a door, the door is open to them acknowledging that this is maybe not the best choice. 
I would, I think the best thing to do is to reroute the conversation around to, well, what's going on with you? Yeah. Like, why are you accepting less than you deserve? Mm. What if I was dating someone who treated me this way? What would your advice to me be? Like, yeah. just bringing it back to the friend. The more you put it on the person, I think the the defense shields are going to come up. And you can't come back from that. Yeah. Yeah. It and also it, feels like there's an element of, like, I can't control what my partner does. You know, like, yeah. they probably feel like it doesn't reflect on them as much because it just seems like something they're doing. But you can choose who you totally. are with. Yeah. And but I, I think if that's you in that situation, you're kind of like, well, that was him saying the super weird thing. Mm-hmm. Or she was the one who yeah. came late to your birthday yeah. party. Sorry, but... So those, like, so as you're walking through the conversation, if the, your friend is responding with those kinds of things, they're not open. Totally. That means the door yeah. is closed. Yeah. Stay away. Mm-hmm. And just go, okay, cool. It's like, this is yeah. just make me sound like an alcoholic, but <laughs> when you're pouring vodka into a drink that's like you can't see through, right. you have to yeah. do it really slowly so you can see if you don't want to put too much in, right. but you don't want to put too little in, let's right. be honest. Yeah, no, yeah. So you just want to kind of like slowly. So you're doing that to just kind of see, is the door open? Are they receptive? Right. You have to be very sensitive to your friend if you're going to try this. Yeah. And I think like to something you said earlier, Robin, I think that when you're trying to talk to your friends about this stuff, you kind of have to separate your own feelings about it out. So, like, if it really is because of them and because you love them and not because you're scared you're losing your relationship or some other underlying issue, if you're going to give the feedback, you have to recognize that they might not take it. Yeah. And also, like, how will that make you feel? And can you be the one to say, like, okay, they may not understand where I'm coming from with this. Yeah. I'm going to say it anyway, but you have to still be okay with your friendship moving forward if they don't take your advice. And I think that's something that's really hard for people to do. Like, you didn't take my advice, so, you know, I don't trust your judgment on it. Well, then you're not coming from a place of caring about your friends. You're coming from a place of, I'm right. And yeah. I want this to go away. And no good comes from that. Yeah. But yeah. I think you should interrogate that. If you have the, like, intuition that maybe I should tell my friend this thing about yeah. their partner that I hate. Like, just take a second and be like, why do I yeah. want to tell them? Is it really for them or is it for me? Because yeah. I'm yeah. sick of hanging out with this What's my intention here? Yes. Yeah. And that yeah. could circle back to what we were talking about earlier. Maybe just miss your friend. And there is yeah. uh, there are options. Like, let's say this person is going nowhere. There are options where you separate yourself mm-hmm. a bit. And where you just do things alone, like going back to my example, you know, when when it was out in the open and she was like, I just wish you liked her. And I said, but look, she doesn't like me and I don't like her. And and that's this is where we are. Mm. So what do we do with it? Right. And so we did not all hang out together as a group. Yeah. Now, the result is I didn't get to see my friend as often when they were together. Right. And the result was when I did see them, I had to shut my mouth. Right. I had to just go, which I think everyone listening can imagine that would have been difficult for me. (laughs) But I did it because I cared about my friend and I cared about our relationship and I did not want to lose it. So, like, then there becomes boundaries and there becomes – and at least then it's spoken about. But it's like you said, you have to investigate yourself. Like, what are my intentions? What do I want? What do I want the outcome? I don't want to lose my friendship. Okay, what can I live with? What can I do? How can we, like, think outside the box? How can we still be friends? How can we, if, you know, if this is what this person is up to, how can I support my friend without expectations? Yeah. Yeah. 
I think that there might be an element of the speed here in the confession that she's talking about. She mentions the U-Haul. There's the stereotype Mm -hmm. about lesbians moving too quickly. Mm -hmm. And, I, you know, there's an element of how fast is too fast to get serious with somebody. And seeing that happen at an accelerated pace with someone that you don't respect or care for is Mm -hmm. probably a little bit scary for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a little bit not your business totally right i mean you know what i mean <laughs> right. like not to be too harsh about it but it's a little bit like if this is what your friend wants to do this is what they want to do yeah and if they ask for your opinion on the speed of their relationship i mean haven't we all done things that like i'm doing this like, yeah you know gonna roll the yeah this yeah let's <laughs> see what in front of my face with everything i've done wrong um, <laughs> kind of um is it like a chiron it's just like yeah it's just like, going it's yeah but I think I think in the situation too, the listener doesn't know this partner really well, and so I think she's also questioning her intentions. Like, is she being manipulative and trying to make her friend move too fast when she's not ready? And again, that's a conversation she has to have with her friend to ask yeah. her if she's actually feeling that way or if these are just things that she's creating in her mind about yeah. this person. Yeah, because I mean, stereotypes exist for a reason. Many women get together very quickly. I think women are, I mean, not to stereotype, but are tend to be intuitive and there's deeper conversations. Yeah. I think that's a lot of the reasons why it happens. But yeah. one like interesting thing that I found is like uh, when gay marriage became legal, I think the lesbian divorce rate is like super high. Wow. And, you know, there's something to be said for getting to know people, but... Mm. It's a little bit that person's journey and, yeah. and allowing them to be on it. And and that goes back to evaluating your friendship. Like, how open are they to hearing yeah. your advice? Like, is this a friend that often comes to you for advice? Or is this a friend who never comes to you for advice? Yeah. If it's never, then there's no chance this is going to be any different. No. And you have to, you have to find your way in this relationship. When you're meeting a friend's new partner for the first time, you're like, oh, I really like this person. What is the bare minimum that you're expecting from them? Is it just like being nice? Is it like asking questions about your friends? Like, what is the bare minimum that you're looking for? That's a really good question. Mm -hmm. I feel like I go into it and evaluate exactly like I would anyone else. Mm -hmm. I walk through the world and I'm always like, is this a person that I think is... I don't want to say like worthy of my time, but I'm like, do they meet standards that I believe that I deliver as a friend? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the first thing I'm going to look for, because it's like to me, that's an indicator of like, oh, are they going to be good enough for my friend? Yeah. So then the next level, I'm looking at how they treat my friend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. And I I think those are the only two things that I tend to look at. I mean, because like, let's face it, they could be just totally different than me. They could hate all the things that I like. And that's just going to be an annoyance. Yeah. But do they treat my friend well? And are they a good person? As long as they're those two things, the rest we can work out. You know, like we don't have to all... We don't have to all hang out all the time. Right. Yeah. Yes. I just want to, I don't want to lose my friend. And I, right. I, I lied. The third thing is I want to see how my friend is in this relationship. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you two, but I have all kinds of friends and people I know who lose themselves in relationships. For sure. Yeah. They become sure. a different person. Yep. They, they take on the likes of the person they're with. And you're like, wait, so you go to football games now? Right. You're like, okay, Ugh. really? Yeah. Like, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. that person. Yeah. How about you, Abby? Yeah. I think I look for the same thing. Like, how is this person responding to my friend? How do they talk about them when they're not in the room? Are they looking out for them when you're, right. when you're at a party together? Is that person, like, keeping an eye out on my friend? You know, like, yeah. you look for the little kind of, like, safety, closeness sort of things. I feel yeah. like that – and that is kind of what you said about, you know, how are they treating your friend. Yeah. And then on top of that, I don't think I really have any specific – as long as they're not doing anything just uh, completely offensive. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. If you're treating right. my friend well and my friend seems happy, like you yeah. said, then I think 
it's, I think it's nice. I mean, in a perfect world, we all want somebody for ourselves and for our friends who enhances them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone who makes them be a better person. Yeah. I, I, that's the thing I can say about my wife yeah. is that she definitely makes me be a better person. It, but I dated many people before that who did not. Mm-hmm. Right. Who brought out every horrible trait that I have. Right. And by the way, I shouldn't say it was their fault. I mean, I was there <laughs> and I was doing the bad traits. Right, right. But like the combination, it's like oil and water. Like the combination right. just did not work. I feel like in bad relationships, something that I have done this and I've seen other people do it is if the person is always doing a little bit of damage control. Like mm-hmm. if you're your boyfriend yeah. or girlfriend's PR yeah. and like you're oh, coming up behind worse. them at a party and like cleaning up their mess, like, yeah. oh, like, sorry. He's so tired. Yeah. 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 He didn't mean hurt. that. He's like, you know, he's just in a bad mood. Yeah. Or, well, like if you're always the one making excuses for your partner's behavior, then ooh, I feel like that is a big red flag. For you sure. don't want to be the one who's always like, your person's fixer. Yeah. It was like, right. oh, he didn't mean that. Or, right. you know, she, she didn't yeah. mean to say it like that. I'm like, Cause it's exhausting. It, totally. it is. And it, but it just stinks though. Cause it's like, you're bringing up a point about who we are in relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you are either ready to acknowledge you're doing something that's, that's harmful to you or you are not ready. Right. Right. It's like, I mean, I have a, a bit of a food issue. And when I say a bit of, I mean a definite. <laughs> I, but I always like to say it like that because it sounds better. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I'm either like eating Snickers in a closet and not telling anyone or I'm willing to say to my wife, I'm struggling right now. Can mm-hmm. you like, I don't know, can you just like slap the Snickers out of my hand yeah. if I show you? Yeah. But I'm like, I'm either going to hide it or mm-hmm. I'm not. And right. there's red flags and there's things I know are coming. All that applies to relationships as well. Yeah. Like we are, we're either open and up to like trying to find someone who's treating us well or we're like accepting things. And there's just nothing to be done about that as the watcher, as the onlooker. Because I think as friends, especially if you've been friends for a really long time or even known them since childhood, maybe like, you know, the most raw version of that person. Like you've seen them be silly. You've seen them like break down. You've seen them in their best situations. So when you see them in this new situation where they're paired with someone else and all of a sudden like the sparkles off or like there's Mm. something weird, it's like, dude, What's happening? And it's like, you know. Where are you? Where'd you go? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And if it is a point where you're losing that person or feel like you're losing that person, it's like a little bit of grief, too. It's like, shoot, I saw us growing up together. I think in adult friendships, especially, they're one really hard to find. And as you get older, your friends, for whatever reason, just start to fall off and you're left with so few. So it's really hard to lose adult friends yeah, totally. as you get older. And I think that's what we're all saying is I think that that's really important that this person ask yeah. themselves, what's going on for me? Yeah. Like, am I am I afraid I'm losing my friend? Like what's happening? Because it's I'd be hard pressed to believe it is just an altruistic like I just want the best. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's like I was so I can't believe I'm losing my friend to this yeah. Yeah. I think like to the point of the U-Haul, it seems like the moving in together, getting serious together part is extra scary for this friend. I moved in with my husband pretty quickly after we started dating. I think we'd only been together like seven months mm-hmm. and maybe that seems soon to some people. Is there like a right time to move in with a partner that's a red is there red flags about like, you know, it's been two months. That's not enough time. Yeah. Is there a magic number for you guys? I don't think so. I think it's just, you know, when you know. Yeah. And I would also say to the person asking the question, like, lesbians move in and move out all the time. It's like, <laughs> right. I know that feels like that's some definitive mm-hmm. step, but anybody can get a new apartment. Right. It's, you know, you can it's when you leave. have kids that it's like, you're not getting out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the. Can you hear me, Mary? You're not getting out of this. <laughs> I, I think there is like a red flag situation when 
it feels like your friend moves in with the person and then suddenly after they move in, like they're cut off socially. I think that's a red flag because that tells you something else is going on there. Maybe there's a bit of a control issue there and that's no good. But, you know, I, I think like especially in big cities, like sometimes it's just a logistical thing. Absolutely. It's like, oh, lease yeah. Is yeah, my lease is like, up. Yeah. It's the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is a great deal. Let's move Absolutely in together. Absolutely the worst reason to move in. For totally. sure. For sure. <laughs> but it happens all the time. Not reliable. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah but sometimes it just happens. Um, so if there's other emotional things that come up, I think that might be an issue. Mm-hmm. But all those things, you see them before. Exactly. So that's why I think it's not necessarily about the move-in date or time. It's yeah. about that this is a stepping up of the relationship that this person thinks maybe they're not ready for. Yeah. I think it's easy for our listener here to say that, you know, this boyfriend's no good, that this guy is crap. But how much do we think that hindsight is talking here when she says, I wish I had people tell me that my partner was garbage? So I feel like I might call bull on that, Mm. but respectfully. Yeah. 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 As someone who has had crappy boyfriends that I, I think that I wish people had said something to me after the fact. I don't know that it would have changed anything. Because like you said, Robin, you're on your journey, right? You have to learn your lessons yourself. There are some things that I think you learn in relationships that you can't learn any other way. And I'm grateful for having learned those things. Mm -hmm. Would I have broken up with someone had my friend been like, hey, this guy sucks? Yeah. Probably not. And and I can speak from experience that I did not. So I think that, you know, it's nice to say, like, I really wish my friends would have told me. But yeah. You don't know how you would have reacted, really. Now, if this was, like, cheating, then I would say, I'm telling. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm risking it, and I'm telling in a way that's, like, because that's a specific thing that I would want to know. Yeah. But I operate under the assumption that everyone already knows they are either just willing to admit it or not. Yeah. And so you're not sharing information that's new to them. Yeah. Yeah. And again, like, not egregious, right? So if we're talking about our friend's safety, like we said before, or like an abusive situation, absolutely, you should talk to your friend about this. You should make sure they're safe. Yeah. But if it's just a personality issue, then I don't know that coming at you would have necessarily changed your behavior. No, it just puts you in a position where you have to choose, and you're never going to make the right choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you're already choosing a bad person, you're not going to make the right choice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe there's some superheroes out there that I have yet to meet, but... Yeah. I think if I were in the situation where I was dating someone who really sucked, and, like, again, months or years later, I look back on my friend telling me that they sucked, I think I, in hindsight, again, would be able to find some respect for that person, a lot of respect for that person, because it's really hard to mm-hmm. tell someone Very that. Hard. There's a lot of emotional turmoil. Am I going to lose this friend? Am I going to piss her off? So I think, you know, I, I would give even more respect to my friend after the situation was, I'd like blown over, you know, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. Especially if they do it in the right way. Yeah. If they yeah. do that thing where they bring it around to you, like, then I'd be like, thank you. But yeah. then I would also be like, okay, no, but now we've had this conversation. Right? Yes, yeah. Close. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Just, the door is closed. From a maturity standpoint, it is nice to look back. You know, I had the two friends, one who didn't tell me and one who did. And who I are feel you like, more mad at today? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Neither one. You know, no, like, I yeah. feel like I really respect both of their decisions. Yeah. It's brave to tell someone something you know they don't want to hear. The way you do it is really important (laughs) yeah but I still think it's brave especially if you really care about your friend and you don't want to mess up your relationship with them it's also brave to kind of like sit back and be like I trust my friend to make the right decision yeah so I feel like I really respect both sides of it not to like 
I feel like that's kind of a cop out, but I- it's not though. It's caring from both points of view. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's two people making a decision that's best for them mm-hmm. and what they think it might be best for you. Like totally. we're all going to have different opinions about how we handle things. So it's like they both were true to themselves and true to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks, friends. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go at this conversation from two angles. If you are a listener, how would you talk to your friend about how they really feel about moving in after six months of dating? I think I would just ask the question very casually over cocktails yeah. like at dinner. Just like, okay, so you, you got everything together for the move or you like, what's your timeline? You're going to do all the fluffy bullshit in the front. And then I'd be like... So uh, do we have any worries like that it might be a little early, like keep it light, keep it and then just go with their answer Mm -hmm. and then eject. Right. (laughs) That's what I would do. Yeah. And I think that's a conversation you can keep having too, like casually, like getting coffee and be like, oh, how's it moving in together? How do you, you know, how's it going? So we still feel like this is good. Yeah. If you could rate it on a chart from one to five. (laughs) We have a big box of weird (laughs) stuff that you didn't know about before. Yeah. 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 The emoji that best responds to your feelings right now. (laughs) Yeah. But I guess if we were to take it another way, like if you wanted to be really bold and have that conversation and say, look, I think your girlfriend sucks. How would you have that conversation? I mean, I'd probably be loaded and I'd be like, you don't, you definitely don't want to hear this. Yeah. But I'm going to say it because I love you. I love you so much. Yeah. Just go vomit in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> she sucks. Okay. I said, I still love you. She sucks. Yeah. I just, I just, in my younger days, I 100% would have just been like, come on, man. You know she sucks. Yeah. And then I just learned that that just doesn't ever work. Yeah, it's not effective. So, yeah. So now I'm just much more like you get – what's that whole saying? You get more – Catch more flies with, with honey. honey. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for knowing that because all I said yeah. was you. I'm an old and person. You, yeah. <laughs> I know all the proverbs. <laughs> you also keep bees, but yeah. that's a separate that's conversation. Wow. All right. This is for the after dark conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Like the sandwich method. Totally. hundred percent. Yeah. I love you. Your girlfriend sucks. I love you. (laughs) Love you more. Still love you. If you were our listener, would you say anything to your best friend? I mean, I'd be even more cautious. I think I would just be like, that's her journey. I think I would just probably figure out ways for us to hang out without, you know, because now what I can see is everybody wants to be with somebody and... As long as it's not, like, an abusive thing or there's not, like, horrible, awful. It's just a person I just don't care for. I would just try to figure it out. Yeah. And I know that during that time, I have trust in our 30-some-odd-year friendship. So I know I'm not going to lose them. Yeah. And I just know that during the time – I know that this will run its course – I will still be here, but it would stink. I would, I would have sadness because I know that our friendship would go through one of those periods where we wouldn't see each other as much. Right. And yeah. I would just have to process my own feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's hard to see from the top, like looking over at friendships. It's like that happens all the time for different reasons. You don't, yeah. you know, you don't see your friends. You don't talk to them. It's eb- ebbs and flows, unfortunately. Absolutely. There's, there's really close periods. There's periods where they're yeah. a little farther away. And that is just part of friendship. Yeah. It's part of any relationship. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. It's I part mean, of marriages. Yeah. It's part of like relationships with your kids. Like that is any relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would keep like a finger on it too. And just like, I, I don't know. I'm, for me personally, I like to just like get as much information as possible. I like to kind of wait it out and see. Cause I'm like, Maybe my opinion is wrong and I yeah. just I need to like get to know this person better. Maybe I try and 
instead of, you know, waiting for the day when they're coming to hang out with me. Like, I'll be like, hey, can we hang out together? Like, we're going to be in your area, like in your neighborhood. How about we just go get coffee together and like at least try and like move it a little bit just so I can understand. A lot of the time I think that we don't read people the right way. Yeah, definitely. There are people who say like, oh, yeah, I have vibes about people. Like when I first meet them and I'm usually right. I'm like, how many times are you actually right about that person? Because I'm like, that's um, so yeah, so vibes can be unreliable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that we should lead our lives through vibes. <laughs> through vibes, however, yeah, they have their yeah. place. Yeah. How about you, Abby? I think in my twenties, I would have said something. In my thirties, after therapy and being mature and like seeing how relationships go and stuff, I think no. Mm-hmm. I think I would not say anything. I would do what you said you would do, Mia. It's like really approach the situation, trying to figure out, you know, is this me? Do I have some kind of weird fear about losing my friend? Have I really tried as hard as I want? Is this person scared of our friend group? Yeah. Can I make that easier for them? I think I would just try a little bit harder, and I think I would not say anything. Yeah. Yeah. I really do think in my 20s when I was giving it un- the unsolicited advice, just walking by being like, why are you doing that? You yeah. know, like it was because I realized that growing up, I grew up in a lot of chaos and like mm. emotions don't always sit well with me. I'm very uncomfortable with them. Mm. And so I was trying to move people through things like, mm. like, but like not moving you in a gentle, like, here's a coffee, <laughs> let's go. I was like, hands on your back. And I'm like jogging behind you. Right. On a yeah. Skateboard. Right. That's actually not about you. That's about me. Totally. Right. And so learning to expand my ability to, sit in uncomfortable feelings yeah is part of why i have a different answer now yeah because mm-hmm. it, yeah. it was like oh i know this means i'm not gonna see my friend as much i know this person sucks and i'm gonna have to act and i hate it and i don't mm-hmm. like them and it's like this is like like the words i'm using it's like reminiscent of a toddler it's a mm-hmm. tantrum yeah. yeah and that tantrum is all about me and my feelings mm-hmm. right? and so i yeah. have to do the work i'm gonna meditate my butt you know before i get there and meditate after and like, yeah. not let them push my buttons and, yeah that's my journey and turn around. Totally. You know? I think yeah. there's a big element of acceptance, like accepting your own feelings about this person, mm-hmm. accepting your friend's decisions. There's just a part of this that's like, I just have to let this be. Like, it does stink, though, because I think we want to help people yeah. like, naturally. Yep. And when you care about someone, it's it's a really and I think this is something we haven't said to our person who asked the question. You're in a tough situation. Yeah. And it's really hard and we get it and it's you might just have to ride it out. And that's yeah. really uncomfortable. But maybe there's other friends that you spend more time with during mm-hmm. this time. And maybe even just your distance will help that person see, oh, crap, I'm losing friends. Yeah. You know, sometimes and sometimes not. So yeah. it's just that's a tough situation. Yeah. And I think we should all just be grateful if we have friends who care about us that much. Yes. To yes. be like, girl, you're going down the wrong hill. Because like, not everybody has, has those kind of friendships or mm-hmm. people looking out for them. And that's really something nice to have, that's even if it is annoying. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, good Absolutely. point. Good point. Yeah. Okay, so Robin, we have a bonus segment today. Bonus segment. Bonus segment. So I want to play some round Robin with both of you, some low stakes. Do you tell them, question mark, question mark, game? You know, we're talking about big situations here where it's like, you know, I hate my best friend's partner, et cetera. Those are higher stakes where there are friendships involved, but there's a lot of emotions involved. But sometimes on our day-to-day basis, we encounter situations where we're in rooms with other humans and weird things are happening. So I want to know. Okay. So here's our first one. So if you're talking to someone and something is stuck in their teeth, do you tell them? 100%. Yes. Yes. I agree. That's easy. But can I tell you, my wife gets so mad when I do. Really? I'm always like, baby, do you not understand how much love that means? I'm like, I would not let you go out into the world with salad. 
in your teeth. Right. Yes. This is love. This I mean, is, it is. You don't love me if you don't tell me. This is what I I'm know. saying. I said, and if you don't tell me, I'm going to be angry at you. Yes. Of course, it's all about the approach. Like, I Maybe love Maybe I my, could be better at that. Uh, I love my sister, but uh, one time we were having like a group conversation and I was talking in like a circle of people and she was like, you have food in your teeth. In the middle of everyone, no. and I was like, "Well, this is maybe no. the most embarrassing thing no. that could have happened." <laughs> yeah. you, you can always do the like take aside, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or the secretive yeah, like, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> At least looking. she didn't put some salad in her teeth and go, "Who am I?" <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. That would have been worse. That was probably her alternate plan. <laughs> yeah, plan B. Yeah. yeah, that's my love language with my boyfriend. Um, I am a really messy eater. I happen to always <laughs> like I get things in my hair. I get things like like in places where food should not be, and he's just like. Come here. Like Aww. you have something. And we're like, here, we're see? like gorillas or orangutan. Whatever, whatever. We're like, they like, yeah, pick like pick up. Yeah, that that's, is that's love. Very primal. Um, <laughs> so if you're walking down the street and a stranger's dress rode up all the way in the back and their butt is showing, do you tell them? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I had that happen. Um, but so again, it's the take aside to me. Right. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> your skirt's tucked into your pantyhose. Yeah. Does no. anyone wear pantyhose anymore? No. 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 It's your underwear. I know. I was walking home from work one day and I on the way to work I. I wore a coat with my backpack but on the way back I was wearing just a, like a kind of like flowy dress like a little short flowy dress and I had the backpack on and took the coat off and I get halfway home and I'm like it's breezy out today <laughs> and I looked down my butt cold? yeah and I had my headphones on so somebody might have told me but I didn't know my whole like cheeks were out no. uh, luckily I was wearing like granny panties so there wasn't much exposed but I was just like Guys, even if you have anyone, headphones, it's a tap, yeah, on, the a tap on the shoulder. That's a high Barbie moment. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, it's, you yeah. tell the girls yeah. if yeah, you tell cheeks the girls. Are out By the way, on you're on the internet somewhere right now. You somewhere, do I know. I'm in your granny panties yeah. are like the girl in Lincoln Center with her cheeks out. Yeah, that's me. So. In this situation, your surfer brings back your bill and something is missing from the, the receipt. Do you tell them? No. no. I do tell. You do. I, oh, you're I a better person. I am a Sagittarius and I just am constantly overflowing with too much information. I tell people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, my dad was a used car salesman and <laughs> him and my mom were notorious for going out to dinner and my dad would be like, look the other way, look the other way. And then yeah. he would steal like the salt and pepper shakers <laughs> off the table. So like I live in a very gray world about like, is it the man? Can right. I steal from the man? Is it right. Right. No, if it's like a mom and pop. No, I'm still I'm still getting the free food. Maybe they were I'm trying like, to give it to you for free. That's yeah. the nice way Also, to look you've been overcharging it. me. Like I can really justify <laughs> yeah. a whole host of and my wife yeah. is so honest. She's always like I'm like, listen, just just go. I got it. I'm the dork being like, excuse the me. The rule follower. I got something. Yeah, totally. It's not a dork. That's nice. <laughs> no, that's well, good. I'm a horrible person. No. Sure, that's really nice. <laughs> I'm just acknowledging it. And Get I, your you know, free drink and enjoy it. Listen. I support you. All yeah. day long. Um, if your coworker uses the wrong there twice in an email. Oh, like. Do I like, like them or am I trying to take their job? <laughs> oh, let's go with the latter one. Then 100% I call them out in the chain in front of me. Reply all. Yeah. P.S. There, there, and there. No. No, I wouldn't. A coworker, no. it's too dicey. And, like, yeah. I think that my operating principle for for work is that anybody at any point could be your boss. Yeah. Like, I am currently working for my old intern. At oh, Hensel. my God. Wow. I know. It's hilarious. Um, and, you know, I treated him with respect, and he yeah. treats me with respect. And That's so great. it's like you, you just – I think it's just short-sighted. Yeah. If it was a presentation where they were like, hey, what do you think of this before yeah. I give it? I'd be like, hey, you spelled that word wrong. Yeah. 100%. If it's like an email – out to everybody it's already done yeah. everyone saw it it's fine yeah. it's no big deal plus we all type so much all I day know. i make mistakes i There's might tell you correct. to get grammarly 
yeah. I might be like, look, yeah. there's this browser extension called yeah. Grammarly. And it, because I can't spell to save my life. Totally. Yeah. And the last one, um, you're talking to someone and you actually can't hear them, even though you asked them to repeat what they said <laughs> twice. Do you ask them again? Story of my life. This Same. is me. I'm so quiet. And everyone's always like, what? What? And yeah, I'm like, I know. never mind. Nothing. Never mind. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> the third time I try to fake it. Like, I try to pretend like I understood. And it stinks when you get caught. Yeah. But I, the, I'm not asking a third time. It's too Unless nice. it's somebody I know. And then I'm like, what are you doing? I cannot hear you. Yeah. <laughs> like, Jesus, can you type it or my something? Wife, I'm like, I'm in the kitchen. I cannot hear you. But if it's somebody else, I'm just, I try to fake it. Yeah. I would probably also fake it. Yeah. yeah I always fake it. I never ask a third time. Mm-hmm. I just never know what's <laughs> going imagine on. Imagine all we've missed in our, whole, in our lives. So like, I have a lot. I would imagine more people have missed what I've said than I'm missing what other people For are sure. saying. Because I'm always one being like, really? I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. does it's it happen, like, what? When you do that, like, where you've asked a question and they just go, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like, and what do you do? Do you just move on because you know uh-huh. they did that thing? Yeah. You give like, them the grace? Ah, yes. This is my invisible voice coming out again. Like, I'm, I'm moving on from this. But the worst part is like when you're in that situation and you can't hear and then you're like, oh, yeah. And then you, the other person's like, you agree? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I don't. You, well, I didn't hear you. The earlier thing that you said, but not the last yeah. thing. That was that was yeah. absolutely horrible. Unless it's offensive. If okay, I yeah. do, yeah. then no. Yeah. yeah. It's like you just admitted to a heinous crime. And like, <laughs> we're all just really faking it out here. It's true. Really, it and also true. doing our best. That is true. That's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, Robin, thank you so much for today. No, this was delightful. And Thanks I for ho- having me. Of course. And I hope our listener uh, figures out, you know, her situation. I know. Time. It kills me. I want an update. I like, know. I need to know how it went. Yeah. Write us in. At Real Rob Hops on yeah. Instagram. Because I really need to know what happened. Just DM us. Totally. Yeah. Please. Cosmo Confessions is made in collaboration with Edit Audio. I'm your host, Mia Lardier. This episode was produced by Mia Lardier, Ali Sirwa, and Maria Passingham. It was edited, mixed, and mastered by Ali Sirwa. Thank you to our production manager, Kathleen Speckert, and our executive producer, Steph Colburn. As always, thank you to the whole Cosmo and Edit Audio teams for their time and input. And an extra special shout out to our guests and to you for listening. Now, tell us your secrets. Link is in the show notes. Secrets, secrets are no fun. Unless you tell me one